Those clouds are pink. That's pink. Yeah. I guess they could look orange a bit. So maybe you're right. How about we agree to disagree? Look outside. Yeah. Do you know what they say? Red sky at night, sailor's delight. And the sea. Yeah, and the sea. Red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. Whoa. Whoa is right. How to be careful. Yeah. Especially when there's a red sky in the morning. And we are back with a welcome to Hot Marriage Cool Parents. This is Douglas Hainer with my lovely wife. Jamie Otis Hainer. I'm actually thinking about changing my last name to Jamie Otis Hainer because legally it's Jamie Hainer. Publicly, it's just always been Jamie Otis, and it's inevitably always messed up on all the documents because a lot of times production will book my flights for me. And so if they don't know that legally I'm Jamie Hayner, they'll book it under Jamie Otis. And obviously my ID says Jamie Hayner. And this has happened if I don't catch it before I get to the airport. And I'm like, darn it, they won't let me on the flight. And so then it's a big issue. And I'm like, why did I not hyphenate it to begin with? Yeah, I think you should just combine it without the hyphen. Jamie Otis Hayner. No, Oda Shaner. Oh my God, I kind of... <laughs> Oda like, Shaner. I kind of like that. I kind of lie. Oda Shaner. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a little Gaelic, a little bit. Uh, speaking of baby names, we have the most amazing guest on today. Later on today, we have SJ Strum, and she is a baby naming expert. No joke. She has a bazillion views on her YouTube channel for all of her different baby names. I mean, she really researches and understands what each name means and how you can connect it to your own family. And she was even commissioned for the royal baby names. Like the UK News reached out to her for her baby name predictions when Harry and whatever her name is was having a baby. Good golly, Doug. It's Meghan, Markle, and Harry. That's what I meant. Prince Harry, although we can't be calling him Prince anymore because he is walking away from that title. But anyways, she's just an amazing woman and she took the time to really research our history and our desires. We really want to kind of connect the H names, which I don't know. I just have this weird desire to do that. And so Doug's on board and we're going to do that. We're going to be that family that has all H names kids. Yeah, well, I think that when you're going to name a baby, parents so often have set names. Like they have one, two, three names that they already have picked out and then they can't get away from those names. So I'm hoping that this is going to be a good chance for us to hear some outside of the box type names, but also not something that's going to be like crazy, like a Kardashian Kanye West type name, because I wouldn't be able to deal with that. Well, I mean, people might think Henley's a a crazy name, you know, I don't know. No. That name, like Henley's name has so much meaning to us. We want another name that has that much meaning and value, but I don't think there's any name that could really top Henley because obviously that's the name for those of you who are new to our story. When I married Doug as a stranger, I the first morning we wake up and he knows my whole name and I thought his last name was Henley. And now we have a daughter named Henley and yes. it means the world to us. It's like coming full circle. But we have another one on the way and we're like, uh, what do we name him? Well, and we're doing all of this while we're still in Florida. And we realize that once we get home, we have like a month and a half until he comes or two months. Uh, no, just like a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot to do at home. Yeah, we sure do. But until then, I mean, the whole goal of coming down here to Florida this winter was that we were going house hunting. No, sun tanning. That's it. <laughs> it was, that may be your goal. But for me, I'm like, we are getting an investment property out here. And I'm really excited about it. But turns out I had to go to LA like literally every single weekend and sometimes during the week to shoot some Married at First Sight stuff like Married at First Sight Unfiltered. And we'd have this new show about honeymoons coming out. So stay tuned for that. It's not a whole show. It's just a clip show, but very, very exciting. We just shot that. And I literally just got in last night. And yeah, I don't think we've had a weekend. I think we've had one weekend since we've been in Florida. We haven't had any time where we've been like at the house, the Airbnb that we've rented. The first weekend we were here, we actually, that's not true. The first weekend I was sanitizing this bad boy because it was kind of gross in here. Yeah, not <laughs> not so luxury as the title had put it. Yeah, but honestly, I'd sanitize any Airbnb just because I'm a little nutty. Like we have a toddler who crawls on floors and like licks her hands. And so I'm like, all the floors need to be sanitized. And a husband that crawls on floors and licks the floors. Uh, that's true. <laughs> 
Anyways, moving on. So we're house hunting in Florida. We really narrowed it down to Naples, Sarasota, and St. Pete Beach area. I think that it's fair to say Naples is out. Yeah, but I wanted to quickly just give those of you listening a huge shout out. And especially those of you who actually reached out to us on Instagram or left a five-star review and just quickly told us, check out this area, check out that area. Because we were going to originally just do Orlando, which is where we're staying. We're in Orlando now. And it's truly the best investment property if you do your research, which I did, that everybody says you should really invest in Orlando because the cost for the home is significantly lower than the cost to like rent it out. And that's our goal is to rent it out when we're not there. But truth be told, Doug and I were thinking a lot and we were like, do we want to come to Orlando every winter? Not really. I want to be next to a beach. Yeah, like we want to be next to a beach. So then we were like, okay, well then now what? Because we already rented this home in Orlando for two months. So we reached out to you guys really because I don't, who else do, I don't know anybody in Florida. So thank you so much for taking the time out to just shoot us a message in, in one way or another, letting us know, hey, check out this area, check out that area. That's how we figured out Naples, Sarasota, and St. Pete Beach. When I think of someplace warm. I want to be next to a beach, but I also want to be next to like people that we could network with, have fun with, that there's you know, things to do for kids. Where we can make friends, like with right. other couples and other families. Well, and That and some place that I would be excited to go to, like, you know, sitting there th- going through the summer and then getting to the winter and then saying, you know what, I am excited to go down to this place for the next couple months. Yeah, exactly. We checked out Sarasota next and oh my goodness, we fell in love. I mean, Doug had to work, you know, Doug is working remote. And this was right before I took a quick trip out to LA. So I mean, I had a little bit of a break from TV hosting. I was obviously doing like blogs and stuff still in the podcast. But my work, thank God, is very flexible. So I was able to take Gracie out and about and oh my goodness, I I literally fell in love. So there's a botanical garden there, which I'm a nerd and love botanical gardens, but they have this section, Doug, that you haven't even seen. (laughs) He just shook his head at me like I'm such a nerd. You've seen one, you see one botanical garden, you've seen them all. You just It's not true. You walk around and you look at plants. No, it's not true, Douglas. Yes, it is. No, it's not. So this botanical garden in Sarasota, it's super small, quite honestly, because the other one that I've been to is in Pasadena, which South Africa. Yes, in South Africa. Oh my God, so beautiful. But anyways, the one in Sarasota is super small, but they have a whole kids section and Gracie could have spent the whole day there, (laughs) Doug. They have like little huts with like music or bake and like play pretend. I mean, it was amazing. So anyways, love that. The beach actually has a playground on it, whereas in Naples, there was no action for kids, really. Yeah, there was only wheelchair accessible ramps. Douglas, stop. (laughs) That's not nice. So Sarasota, we went to Siesta Key Beach, which is like the number one beach. It's been rated a bazillion times. And I get it. Like the sand feels like butter on your feet. Like no joke. I'm, Ew. Oh my God. Okay. So maybe that's not the best example, but truly it's like the softest sand. It was just a beautiful beach. Henley loved the playground. It's free parking there. It was amazing. And so then I was like, okay, so great. The beach is great. There's a nice little botanical garden. What else is there? It's not that far away from Orlando. I mean, it's a drivable distance. If you came down to stay there for like a week and you just wanted to go to Disney for a couple days, drive on up. It's not that far. But... We haven't really checked out St. Pete Beach area yet. I think that we should check out one or two more areas. And I I got to say that the our friends' advice has been invaluable. I mean, yeah. there's so many ways to reach out to us. And the fact that, that you guys are really reaching out with great ideas. And I saw a couple messages through Himalaya where if you haven't downloaded Himalaya, you can. It's free. You could even get Hot Marriage Cool Parents on there. But you also have a great way to leave messages and reviews on each and every episode, which, you know, we love giving shout outs to our five star reviews. And this week comes from Deej1135, who says, best way to start my day. I love your podcast. I appreciate your real life and love for each other. I've been following you since Married at First Sight. Thank you so much, Deej. Okay, so talking about Married at First Sight, holy smokes, which by the way, it's the 10th season of Married at First Sight. Yeah. Kind of makes me feel old because we were on season one. So <laughs> we're like the grandma and grandpa. No, it's like it's, it hasn't been. I always think of seasons as like a year apart. But it's not. It's not. I mean, it has been six years, though. That's a long time. That's a good point. (laughs) But anyways, let's talk about this season of Married at First Sight real fast for those of you listening. And those of you who don't actually watch Married at First Sight, get this. So this one couple, Mindy and Zach, 
are married as strangers, of course. That's the whole premise of the show. And Mindy is like such a love. You know, she really came into this hoping for true love, willing to work. You know, she was all the right reasons. Yeah. And she was willing to compromise. You can definitely tell that her husband doesn't move in with her. She was so happy that the person she was seeing was just eye candy to her, which took her mind away from her parents not being on board with married at first sight at all. Yeah, um, they her didn't parents. show up to the wedding. It was only her sister that showed up. So this kind of distracted Mindy away from that. And you really had high hopes for them because they are a very good looking couple. And then they get to the honeymoon and she is absolutely smitten. And Zach couldn't find more ways to tell her that he was just not attracted to her. And he doesn't know how to proceed after two, three days, which is crazy. Yeah, but he would say that. And then he would say, yeah, but I'm still in it. I'm 100% in it. So right. he's I'm hopeful. Yeah. But the thing is about her that I really, really genuinely love is that she's not some dumb, insecure girl who's like, oh, but love me. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, she's very, very sensible. And she handles his neurotic tendencies to talk in circles and just throw big words in there. She handles it better than anybody I have ever met. She's got the patience of a saint. Yeah, dog, you do too, actually, come to think of it. <laughs> yeah, but like just dumb comments and just conversation that goes nowhere is uh, I don't even have patience for that yeah and she'll literally it's the funniest thing when you watch the show because her husband Zach will talk to her in circles about why he's unattracted to her and how he's still hopeful though and doesn't answer any deep conversation no. questions whatsoever and she just sits there and smiles and nods and then like they have the interview clip playing after and she's like what does he think I am like she's just oh my god it's so yeah. funny because she'll be like does he think I don't realize what's going on here and like what's <laughs> wrong with him and she'll just then she'll vent but when yeah. she's with her husband in the moment she just t calmly takes it and just says you know okay because she's she's not like a she's not trying to like pick a fight and or or put him down she's really really good about not insulting him the hardest part for me to watch is when somebody is giving their all and you don't get that same effort back that's what's frustrating because mindy is everything married at first sight should be. Yeah. She she encompasses someone that is mature, knows herself, is ready to be married and willing to put in the work to make it a long-term investment. A long-term relationship. Or investment. Okay, investment. <laughs> Whatever. She's invested. That's she, what I meant. Yeah, she is invested. And it's true. Like, she's literally, like, picture-perfect, married-at-first-sight type candidate. And then she just happens to get matched with this guy who seems to be picture-perfect. He's saying all the right things, kind of, if you can, like, filter through all his jumbled words that are just, like, big words thrown in here and there. He looks the part. He kind of talks the part. But then when he meets with her, he does not act the part whatsoever. Yeah. Well, the fact that when they got home from the honeymoon, he decides not to move in. He doesn't think it would be healthy for their relationship. It's I don't, like, what? How does that even fly? How does that even make sense to the producers? How does it make sense to the other couples? How does it make sense for Mindy? And this is why I'm saying she's she's dealing with it like a champ. Yeah, because she'll invite him over, like no joke in this most recent episode. She invites him over with her friends and her friends are like, uh, not at all buying any of your BS, Zach. It's the best reaction ever because they're hanging out and they're drinking wine. And then she says, oh yeah, I invited Zach. And every single one of her friends are just like, why? And they just roll their eyes. It's like, that's such a terrible sign. But then like the other part of me is so sad for her because her parents were not on board with this. And now this guy's become such a dud that she's married to. And even her friends are like, oh, let it, like, why do you even give him a chance? And the poor girl's out on her own fighting for this marriage, like hoping that maybe it could work, but not like in a dumb way. I, I have to like, I want to like yeah. emphasize that because sometimes some people are just like, I'll take anybody. She's not stupid, but she's like really believes that it could potentially work. And I see why, like Doug and I, we did not hit it off immediately but it did not take us longer than the honeymoon. Yeah. Well, there was no question that we weren't going to live together though. Like that That's was it. not yeah. an option at all, or even taking off a ring and not wearing a ring, just not at all. That's the whole point of the experiment. Don't sign up if you're not ready to move in with somebody. Yeah. Don't. Just don't because it's not fair it's to anybody. It's weird. It's honestly just weird. It's like, why are you here, Zach? Because that should be part of the contract. That's like a minimum. It doesn't make any sense. It to makes me. zero sense. But we got to talk also about Brandon and Taylor because 
I can't like not talk about this relationship because so Brandon and Taylor is another couple. First of all, they're gorgeous. Also, <laughs> he's a hothead, huh? I think he is someone that you have to like literally walk on eggshells around. So Brandon and Taylor on their honeymoon, Taylor films him while he's sleeping. And I honestly, I don't see what the big deal is. Cute, it, funny. She, yeah, he was snoring and she thought it was cute. So she was going to film him and she was trying to be flirtatious. But he ended up giving her the silent treatment and like reacted in a very, very crazy way. Like he did not like waking up to seeing a quote unquote camera in his face. Right. But then he didn't explain it to, to like why he was freaking out. No, he never said anything to her. He just gave her the silent treatment. And she was like, what? I'm sorry. I, I mean, she kind of caught on. Fast forward to the day that they're leaving their honeymoon. And he just goes off the wall cussing and swearing and like getting in producers and camera guys faces just basically 100% like freaked out like a total different person like like a child flipped a switch and just went crazy a child yeah and so and he, not only was he yelling and swearing at production and camera and the other couples but also his wife yeah. And to me, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. And I know that I grew up with domestic violence. I mean, my stepdad was in and out of jail. I saw him beat the snot out of my mom. I saw him hold a gun to her head. I saw him choking her. So maybe that's why I'm a bit more cautious about anything like this. But to me, the biggest red flag is that if he's going to act like that in front of camera and in front of all these other people. On day three or four. Yeah. When you're on your honeymoon, when you're supposed to be like, you know, honeymooners or at least yeah. like somewhat having fun. It's not a good foreshadow. No. Like how is he going to act when the cameras are gone and no one's around and, and Taylor does something that he doesn't like? Mm. I mean, girlfriend, yeah. I would run. I would effing run. You know, filming is a little bit stressful especially when you're trying to do so many things and you know you're you know you're being watched all the time and and you're trying to compose yourself and while you're filming you really have little to no time to do other things like you you have to schedule for the fact that you're not going to have privacy during filming at all but the fact that you're within your first week flipping out and, and cursing at people. It's, but like on that level is the issue. And I saw one of the news articles that came out about Married at First Sight was that the guys are way too metrosexual. And I kind of know what that means, but I don't. But the way that I interpret it is a lot of the guys this season, and maybe just like three of them, that I just don't think have a chance of working out. I think they're just immature I don't think that they are ready to be married. Okay, you can't say that without saying who the three guys are. All right, so Brandon, Zach, and Michael. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yeah, just they're not mature enough in the sense that they they don't want to be married. They don't. Well, I feel like Michael wants to be married. I think I don't. Well, he does fib a lot, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about I don't weird think he's things. ready at all to settle down, or he doesn't have his own esh together. Yeah, and he he also kind of talks in circles, and you're kind and he mumbles and jumbles, and you're like, okay, what are you talking about again, Michael? Yeah, well, apparently he's the one that says the right things on camera, and then is just a different person off camera. That's according to Mika. So, like, there's two sides to every story, right. and his side is obviously not that. So, I think that I'm still kind of honestly holding out hope for them, but yeah. um, we'll see. Anyways, I I want to talk about Valentine's Day real fast because Doug. Yeah, let's let's talk about what you got me for Valentine's Day. I got you a baby growing in my belly. That's right. That's it. I'm giving you a little boy that I, you wanted. I genuinely don't care. But during this move and everything, there's very few times where Jamie gets very overwhelmed with everything. And these last couple of weeks were that exactly. Because I know when she starts to snap at me and pick <laughs> apart everything that I do and take all of her frustration out on me, I know that it's a tough time for her. Doug, you're gonna um, make me cry. Like seriously, but it's not. It's not directed towards me. I'm really sorry about that. It, no, it's really okay. Am. It's totally fine. So I wanted to make Valentine's Day special, and I knew that we were gonna be leaving for LA to go. And it was Valentine's Day that we we left. Doug, you're making yeah. me cry over Why? here because, like, I am really sorry. I know you that are. I, like, it's fine. You're I emotional. Have been really really snappy and i do yeah. always take it out on you yeah but I'm you're sorry. you're emotional it's fine you know that's that's why the experts put us together 
But I have to thank our friends too, because they're the ones that kind of gave this idea to me because, you know, Jamie's mentioned a couple of times that she gets winter blues. So they do have products out there that mimic vitamin D and mimic the sunlight. So I ordered one for her and Henley and I presented it to her in the morning of Valentine's Day. And then... Wait a minute, I want to tell the story because you're, you're not doing it justice. Okay. <laughs> okay, so first of all, it's Valentine's Day. And if you guys heard the podcast from last week, I really don't want to be that person that doesn't celebrate these holidays, but I kind of became one this year because... I was like, oh, yeah, we're not getting anything. Like, we are both buying something for Gracie. But I was like, yeah, we're not giving each other gifts, though, right? And he was like, yeah, no. And this was literally the day before Valentine's Day. And so then the next day, he wakes me up with a little gift. And it was really, really sweet. And obviously, I didn't have anything for him. He obviously knew that. And I feel like I am going to cry again. Oh, this is so silly. <laughs> but anyways, that was so sweet. And I was like, thank you. And it was it was a light therapy for like seasonal blues and whatnot, which is honestly like the biggest reason why we're buying an investment property in Florida, because I do get such bad winter blues. I mean, depression and anxiety hits me the hardest in the winter. But anyways, so he got me this light therapy and it was really, really sweet. And I just thought that was the gift that he got. I didn't even think he was getting me anything. Like I really truly didn't expect anything because he ordered it on Amazon. So he hasn't left the house. Like I, I, we share a car down here. <laughs> so I know when he's gone and how long he's gone. And I'm usually with him if we are gone, you know, like if we're going shopping or something. So I really truly wasn't expecting anything. And I guess I just didn't think of Amazon. You, you don't, he doesn't usually buy anything anything from Amazon. No. But anyways, so then when we get to the hotel, I mean, it was it was a long, long day. It was on Valentine's Day. We get to the hotel where we went in to shoot a show called Where Are They Now? So keep an eye out for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long flight. And oh, when, man. when you arrive in LA to get like a Lyft or an Uber, there's no shuttle now that they have because you, you have to walk. I, it's pretty much like you have to walk maybe 200 yards. It's like a couple blocks literally yeah. to get to like like the Lyft or the Uber area. I mean, you would think, I don't know, maybe this makes me sound like a diva, but you would think if we're going out there to shoot a show or bringing our daughter, we would have gotten picked up. Like maybe they would offer to get us a car. Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> that, that was the toughest part because Henley, it, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning for her. And yes. you, gotta, you know, you're carrying her and I'm carrying three suitcases. She's literally asleep on me. I'm seven months pregnant. We're walking, walking blocks to get to like some Uber that we don't even know how to get to and then we to get, try to get to right. our hotel and then we get to the hotel and, and i am a tired b cranky like taking it out on doug like a jerk and our daughter she's sleeping thank god she, she's, she stayed asleep the whole time I mean, it's one in the morning our time thank yeah. god she was sleeping and so then we're checking in and i'm of course nice to like at least a check-in lady like i'm not that i'm, I'm only no, mean to doug just but tired <laughs> yeah doug's the only one who has to deal with that well I think so, right? Yeah. It's pretty much just you. Yeah. Maybe my siblings, actually, because the closest people that yeah, I'm closest to my that. siblings and Doug. So anyways, so I take it out on them. But we get there, we're checking in and the lady goes, oh, there's a delivery for you. And I was like, huh? Like what? completely shocked. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. Maybe it's from production. Like, right. I don't know. I thought maybe it was from them saying, thanks for doing the Where Are They Now shoe. Uh, welcome to the hotel. Uh, no, that's not the case. I see that it's like a bunch of chocolate covered strawberries. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a and cookies, which I've been really into cookies and yeah. chocolate covered strawberries. It was literally the perfect gift. I was like, wow. And Doug's like, read the card. And I was like, <laughs> okay. But I really assumed it was probably from production. And then I read the card and it and it was from Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Which was perfect because I said, you know what? It's going to be so late. It's going to, you know, we're going to be getting off of a plane. There's no way that I would get flowers. Like we need something that's going to be edible and something that we can't bring home because who wants to carry flowers through? And I flowers, mean, I probably would have. Yeah. Flowers die. Anyway. I love flowers though. Just yeah, FYI. But, but not, not to bring on an airplane. No. And we are right. We probably couldn't have brought them back. Mm -hmm. But the edible arrangement thing, best idea ever. Because, yeah. well, I mean, obviously I ate like half of them that night <laughs> <laughs> at one o'clock in the morning and then I went to bed. Yeah. And anyways, it was a great Valentine's Day. Thanks yeah. to you. Which ended yesterday. So because Jamie was flying all over the place, I had also gotten a Valentine's Day gift for Henley. And she's really into Peppa Pig so and bubbles. So I got her a Peppa Pig that spits out bubbles, which is kind of perfect. And then I also got both Jamie and Henley a plant where you can just fill water and then leave it outside. And so they can grow a plant together. Yeah, so we're going to be growing. Doug got Henley a sunflower one and me lavender 
probably to reduce stress. Like all the gifts that he got me are stress reducing. They're feel good stuff. Yeah. So he got me chocolate covered strawberries, a light therapy that I shine on my face, plus an eye goggle <laughs> light therapy. And I will, if they work, I'm seriously going to shout it from the rooftop because yeah. I just like think it would be amazing. Like, please help me supposed feel, to, help supposed me to work. feel better. I was honestly thinking about getting us like bed sheets or something, but we're not going to be home for a while. So why get bed sheets? I mean, not going to lie. I wouldn't hate nice bowl and branch or, you know, like luxury bed sheets here on our bed. Yeah, actually, we just got those sheets right before we left for Florida. Yeah, they're the softest, most comfortable sheets you will seriously ever feel. And they get softer and softer over time because they're made with 100% pure organic cotton. Yeah, and 100% of their products are actually made without harmful chemicals, pesticides, or GMOs, and it's made with all sustainable raw materials, which is awesome. Yeah, and 97% of customers surveyed say they sleep better on Bowl and Branch sheets. Shipping is always free. You can try them out for 30 nights risk-free, and right now, you get $50 off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com with promo code HMCP. Get $50 off, as Jamie puts it, at Bowl and com promo code HMCP. Yeah, that's spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com code HMCP. Restrictions may apply. See bowlandbranch.com for details. Speaking of things we just got right before we left for Florida, we got the crib set up. We got the dresser set up. We got the little changing station set up. I got this little lamp from Lamps Plus for the baby's room. Yeah, and they're actually the nation's largest lighting retailer with over 55,000 designs from top brands and their own exclusive designs in lighting, home furnishings, and decor. Yeah, and the best thing about Lamps Plus to me anyways is that you don't have to guess at what the designs will look like or wander all around the aisles of a big box store because Lamps Plus has videos with design tips and all the photos right on their site tell you which light fixtures or furniture pieces are featured so it's super easy to buy what you like. They also have a large selection of Minka Lavery lighting to transform your home into wonderful living areas. Minka Lavery is known for designs that blend function and style using innovative materials. Get up to 50% off hundreds of lights, furniture, and decor from now until February 27th. That's up to 50% off during the Lamps Plus February sale going on now and running through February 27th. Yeah, so you just go to lampsplus.com slash HMCP and start saving today. Lampsplus.com slash HMCP now. Okay, we have got to bring on our guest because I'm dying to hear the baby names that she's come up with. I know that she's come up with a few. Yes, but hopefully I, they're not ones we already know. Yeah, I'm hoping she's not just going to tell us the ones that we've already like <laughs> either nixed or are already contemplating. Like I yes. kind of want fresh ideas. I know she's been waiting to come on. So let's let's bring her on. Yeah. We are so excited to have SJ Strum on. She's a mama to three kiddos and she's a London based YouTuber and she's today's podcast guest. SJ vlogs weekly all about motherhood and does a special segment weekly called Baby Name Monday. And clearly we need some help because this kid's coming out in less than two months and we don't have a name. She is truly the baby name expert who has themes from floral names to Disney names and she loves, loves, loves helping people find their baby's perfect name. She has been featured in the Daily Mail and was seen in the UK press for Royal Baby Name Predictions last year. She is here to help us pick the perfect name for our rainbow baby boy. And I am so thankful because I, it's about time we have a name for this little guy rolling around in my belly. Hey, SJ, welcome to Hot Marriage School Parents. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, we are so thankful that you, I know you have three kiddos and it's tough to get some time alone. So we're thankful that you're spending a little oh. bit of your time alone with us. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so excited. I've been researching names for you and I've got five names. I'm just really interested to hear what you both think. I think I'm going to surprise you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we really only need one name. <laughs> You might need, you might need four more later. You never say never. <laughs> that's, hey, that's true. You might be making it easier for the next baby that we, that I'm already planning. This one hasn't even come out yet. And I'm like, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So SJ, we know you're often referred to as the baby name expert and that you're a baby name consultant. So we wanted to know how this came to be about, like, it's such a niche job. How did you become a baby name expert? 
It's so strange. I've always been somebody who loves names. So even as a really young girl, before I'd even like kissed a boy, (laughs) I used to write down names, like character names. I just was always fascinated with the meanings behind names. And my name's Sarah Jane. And maybe I thought my name was quite boring. It didn't say much about me. And I've always gone by SJ. And I started blogging. I started a motherhood YouTube channel when I had two children. And I did a couple of name videos, just list. I think the first one I did was like rare and unique flower names because I loved them so much. And it really took off. So really, it was just following that and then the community has grown and grown and grown so now I started to become recognized as somebody who was a bit of an expert in the field so it was crazy when Megan and Harry had their baby the press were calling me what did I think of the name Um, (laughs) and I was just like this is a very niche job but um so there's not so many people out there I haven't like climbed my way to the top of a very packed field but People love baby names, even if you're not naming a baby. I think there's something fascinating about, it tells you about popular culture, it tells you about history, it tells so much about yourself in a baby's name. So, you know, it's a huge part of our identity and something that we've got to love and that stays with them forever. So it's a hugely important decision and a tough one. The more babies you have, it gets harder, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh my goodness, it's so true. You know, it sounds like you've picked out so many names. Is there a process that you go through? Is there a study or research that you do? Yeah, so when I research, I started obviously with your brief. So I do a bit of baby name consultancy where I ask people, they give me dilemmas basically. And I'm really all about the research. So I love to go deep. So I look at, first of all, my process, I write down a list of names that I love the sound of, because that's always where we start. But then I look into the meanings of them. I look into, obviously, I don't know everyone that I'm helping to name a baby. And I'm not always expecting you to love or to choose these names. But I think it helps you to think about different names and get outside of your comfort zone. And when you're pregnant, it's so hard to make a decision about even what you're going to have for breakfast, (laughs) let alone naming a baby. So I always think it's helpful to hear from somebody else. And I basically research on forums, on all sorts of different websites and books, and just really go deep into the name. So I've got some interesting ones for you. Um, And you're going to feel like I've stalked you because, Uh, (laughs) you know, in 2003, when you went down that road and it was called this name, it's not that bad, but it's sort of trying to give you some reasons why this name could mean something to you and become a name that really has a place in your family and a place in your heart for your much beloved baby. Oh my goodness, I'm pretty eager to hear what you have. (laughs) (laughs) You might hate them all now, I figured it up. Um, So I basically got five names and what we were really looking for was a name beginning with eight yeah yes so I have five names beginning with eight I think listen to these with a slightly open mind because they might not be ones that you're like oh my gosh I love it or you might immediately think oh I'm not sure about it but I've got some meanings behind them as well and you guys can talk about them after or let me know straight away what you think so shall I just run through so I have five sure yeah I'd love to hear them all I'm so excited (laughs) Okay, so the first name, they're in no particular order. Um, They've all got something special about them. But a name I absolutely love and that has, I think, works really well with Henley is the name Hollis. Henley is actually an old English origin surname name that means high meadow. And Hollis is also an old English surname with a nature meaning. So it means dweller at the holly trees, which is such a beautiful meaning. So it's Hollis, H-O-L-L-I-S. Um, And then I was looking into the holly tree because it is so packed with kind of symbolism and it's one of the most sort of beloved and respected trees in kind of mythology and beyond. So there's some beautiful things to know about the holly tree and why it might fit as a really beautiful name for a baby, Hollis. So traditionally, the holly tree um, symbolizes peace and goodwill, which is lovely. And also in the past, people used to actually, they used to bathe newborns in the water from holly leaves to protect newborn babies. So it's got a strong link to kind of maternal care, which is really, really interesting. I never would have known. Yeah, Um, that is interesting. Yeah, and it's kind of a sweet one. Like you can imagine like a little newborn baby surrounded by this beautiful protective water um, of hollies. Irish legend has it that bringing in leaves from the holly trees in the winter months would provide shelter from the cold for fairies, (laughs) which is super (laughs) cute, um, who would then in return be kind to those who lived in the home. So it's got loads of these lovely myths around holly. Um, And it's also, it's an evergreen plant. So it flowers and is... um, 
bright all year round. And of course, this being a rainbow baby, there's something lovely about symbol, the symbol of evergreenness, everlasting youth um, oh, that I yeah. know is beautiful. And, I, you know, I have also had baby losses and I know that it's something that never leaves you. And it's just a lovely um, thought around holly. But it's really great for a spring baby or having a spring baby. Um, and the holly tree is a real abundance for nature. So garden birds love to make their nests in holly bushes because they protect them and they're very safe. Um, and the flowers are loved by bees and butterflies. Um, so Hollis is a really, really beautiful nature, old English surname. So Hollis and Henley sound lovely together with the H and the L. Is of course Holly is linked to Christmas and the birth of Christ. Um, and also Jesus wore the crown of thorns, which is often represented now by the holly wreaths that we deck our halls in at Christmas time. And the wreath again is that circular, never-ending symbol of eternal love, of rebirth. Um, so it wreath really do symbolizes now the holly wreath that we put on our door around Christmas time that generosity giving and gathering of family together. So there's lots of lovely reasons and things about holly um, that I think Hollis, dweller at the holly tree, could be one contender for you guys. You really do love names. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I like about it is that it's a name that A, I've never heard of. I did not know the meaning behind it whatsoever. And I actually do like it. Like, I think that that's a really beautiful name. So it gets a lot of love on my YouTube channel. I've mentioned it in a couple of videos, like sort of cool, trendy names that are up and coming. And it gets a lot of love from all the viewers. So I, it's one that we're starting to hear a bit used in London, kind of like a hipster name, Hollis. SJ, did you hear the story about how we named our daughter Henley? I did. I did. Yes. The mistaken surname. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I am so eager to hear baby name number two. So number two is a name. So I looked at your name, Doug, and your name meaning. Do you know what your name means? I do not. No. Okay. So um, it's actually an old Gaelic root of a name, and it means dark water or from the dark river. Well, that's probably why I like coffee. <laughs> he only drinks his water dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You never knew and you've been doing that all along. Um, so it's kind of got a water theme to it. And did you know that Henley, um, I don't know if you know that it's a place in the UK that is so strongly linked with water. Have you heard about that? No. It's the Royal Regatta. So Henley Regatta, Royal Regatta is probably one of the most important calendar events in like the English high societies. Everyone in the UK would link the name Henley to the Henley Royal Regatta, which is a rowing competition um, that starts in Henley. It's funny, as soon as I heard the name Henley, it's all I think of because it's such a strong association for us here. It's got a water theme here in the UK. So I was looking at water themes and just names that I love. I always start from, as I said, the names that I just like. And I don't know if you've ever thought or if it might be too out there for you, the name Harbour. Yeah, we like Harbour. And as a matter of fact, I recently discovered my dad and like my, my dad's side of my family. Yeah. And I have, I guess you would say a cousin. So he's my aunt's son and they named one of their daughters Harbour. And it's a beautiful ah, name. It's a lovely, lovely name. You know, and it means safe place, which I think is why it's gaining in lots of popularity. You know, keeping a ship at Harbour safe, protected from storm, sheltered in the calm waters. So it's kind of got a really lovely thing for it. And also... I liked it for you guys because it's used as a verb. So kind of these virtue names, modern virtue names like Grace that you have, Gracie. Um, yes. Harbour is becoming one of these. You know, like we have the Kardashians using virtue names like True. Um, and these modern <laughs> virtue names. And Harbour is is kind of one of those because you harbour your thoughts and you harbour your feelings. You could harbour a feeling of love towards somebody. Um, so it's kind of on a lot of lists as a modern virtue name as well. So it was an interesting one. that I really love that name so much. And I love the water link. Yes, I like that too. I love how there's so many subtle connections to Henley with just with the water and then also with to their dad, to Doug. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I awesome. think it's a cute way of linking families is thinking about the name meaning when you don't want such matchy, obvious matching names. Sometimes right. looking at the meaning and kind of thinking, oh, it's cute because we both mean, our names both mean this. And then it can become a little symbol, you know, like for their birthday cards or anything like that, or how you decorate their bedroom. I always think about themes and stuff like that, because I think it's just a sweet, a sweet thing to do rather than just picking a name just purely on the way it sounds, even though that's the most important thing. <laughs> I always like the name Harper too. What do you think of that? 
Yeah. I feel Harper. like Harper is a bit of a girl's name. What do you think, SJ? I think of Harper more as a girl. And I think of Harbour very much as a boy. In the UK, we would spell Harbour H-A-R-B-O-U-R. So we have the U in there, which I think also looks really lovely and strong. It's very gender neutral. And gender neutral names are really, really on the rise. It's one of the biggest trends for 2020 that parents aren't sort of um, picking a name that's basically a boy or a girl name and kind of these it's going to become a lot more common in across the world that a name is kind of used for boys and for girls and that we're all going to kind of be much more relaxed about that. Oh, I love that so much because Henley's obviously gender neutral. My name, Jamie, yeah. is a gender neutral mm-hmm. name. And actually, exactly. all my life, I knew more men Jamie. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't really know a whole lot of Jamies at all. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, when I was younger, there was a boy named Jamie. So it made me feel like, I don't know. <laughs> Like funny in a sort of way because I the only other Jamie I knew was a boy and I was like, do I have a boy's name? <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. so huge. Like, um, it's the most requested lists I get asked for. Is like gender neutral names. A lot of people want to pick a name and use it for whether they have a boy or a girl or not. Um, yeah. and it's really interesting. It's so different because there was so you know pink and blue and boy and girl names were just huge, but now it's becoming a lot more fluid. And Harbour is one of those, I guess, that fits into boy or girl. Um, yeah. but for me, I think with the B, I think it's a really 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 lovely one that does sound really strong and boyish but I just love the meaning of I love the safety of it I love the water theme I love the nature theme and I love the idea of this protection that it brings up um, because that's how we all feel about our babies you know just they make us feel protected and we want to protect them and they they make us feel like we're in a little sheltered cocoon ourselves and they bring such a calming I know everyone talks about newborns as being so crazy and when you have two Mm. it's going to be crazy but it does honestly bring such a calmness to the house as well you forget how much they sleep right <laughs> toddler, you're like thank goodness so you will have a really really calming time but maybe pop it on your list and when you meet him have a look and think does he feel like a harbor yeah absolutely i will definitely do that okay so i'm eager for number three i can't wait yeah. to hear them all <laughs> yeah so there's not so much detail on all of them don't worry. so the next three they're slight wild cards they're interesting names i thought you maybe haven't heard because i know you've been searching a lot for names you've probably come across a lot of names i'm trying to give you something a bit unique and different to get you thinking <laughs> okay um, thank so you maybe you have heard this name but it is a, again a name really gaining popularity in London and it's the name Herbie Herbie oh yeah no of of course you've heard of that yeah H-E-R-B-I-E Herbie Herbie. yeah so the name Herbie is actually a German baby name originally and it means illustrious warrior so it's got a strength about it it's got this fighting spirit and the illustrious bit comes from a part of the origin of the name that meant bright so I think for you know again a rainbow baby you know this is a strong warrior of a baby you know he's fighting spirit is already evident and it's a lovely strong meaning of a name I also think that Herbie obviously sounds nice with Jamie it's got the same IE ending yeah this is is where I go a bit deep (laughs) you'll be like she, she has too much time in her hands so I searched it up Henley and Herbie because I just thought Henley and Herbie sound so beautiful together and then I discovered the first thing that popped up was a song that was written by Herbie Hancock and Don Henley so no way together and the song is New York Minute oh so it's a beautiful old song it was actually covered by the Eagles later but of course a New York Minute is an idiom with a strong meaning for your love story because to do something in a New York minute means right away, immediately, quickly and without hesitation. (laughs) So I thought you guys, like your love, you know, that was a New York minute that you got married in. Um, So I thought it was so funny that that came up as a song by Herbie and Henley. Become a little funny little quirky story around their two names together. Yeah, that's actually very interesting. And also we were married in Manhattan. So Uh it's just so many reasons why that could be appropriate. It's quite sweet. And again, it's nice to have a kind of family song. Like, you know, that could always be a little song you play on their birthdays, you know, New York Minute. And it's, you know, such a positive song about finding things immediately and quickly and without hesitating, just going forward into things. And it's just got a little personal meaning for you guys. So I thought it was funny that that came up. And I was like, I have to share that name with them because it's just so cute. Yeah, thank you. That's such a great thought I that uh, all these names so far were not even on our radar so thank you I get a lot of um, people asking me why do you do such unique lists on your channel and it's because I know that people 
you know, the first thing you do when you find out you're expecting is start talking about names and searching for names and you come across the same names on so many lists. So I always do think it's interesting when you're asking somebody to help you that they go a little bit around the circles where you might have already not already gone there and give you something new to think about. So I do like it, but I don't think any of these names are so unusual that they're not wearable and usable. They're very normal names. As I said, Herbie, particularly in London, is gaining loads of popularity. As a bit like a Freddie, you know, it's a bit like a cute little cheeky chappy, a bit like a Jamie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm happy that you go kind of outside the circle because to kind of, I mean, we have had like the same names in our head and we've seen the same names, but these are names we haven't been introduced to before. So thank you so much. Oh, no, it's fun. I've got two last ones. I'll go through them quickly. Again, they're just little links. The next one's got a cute link, um, but it might be too similar to the surname. So let me know what you think. And it might be a name you've not thought of, but so it's a pretty well-known name here. It's a Scottish name, and the name Doug uh, Douglas is also Scottish. And also the name Rogan, which I know you were looking at, is a Scottish name as well. So I was like, what are the kind of Scottish names around? And I came across the name Hamish. The interesting thing about Hamish is it is the Scottish version of the name James. So obviously oh. Jamie is a form of James. So they are the same name, basically. So Jamie and Hamish are exactly the same name. They have exactly the same meaning, which is to planter. They're just two versions of James. So I thought it was a sweet one. I love the sound of it myself. I think it is super, super cute. And I like the fact that they sound really lovely together, um, Henley and Hamish. The only thing with it is it could be a little bit tough with the Hamish Hainer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could be a few similar. I was like, this name's really interesting. Then I was like, is that too much? It's a very matchy matchy name. But I think it's a sweet one and it's an interesting to know that this Scottish you've all got Scottish roots in your names, which is it really interesting. And that this name is the same name as yours, just translated differently in a different dialect. That is interesting. And also my, so I just discovered who my father is and his dad, so my poppy, his name is James. So that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. So it's all coming, they're all rooted in the name James. So Seamus is Irish for James, Jamie, Hamish, they're all the same name. And it's so interesting how they kind of, often when people are looking to commemorate a family member, looking at yeah. names that were derivatives of or versions of like margaret you could say pearl which is the uh, derivative of margaret but you'd never link the two names together but it's more appealable sometimes to modern parents so it's an interesting yeah thing exercise to do if we're looking to commemorate um, a family member is to look at their name and what other names have sprung from it because names literally there's there's so much in it as soon as you start researching them they sort of go off into tangents <laughs> Um, So I've got one last one, which is a bit of a wild card. Um, It may mean something to you, it may not, but I just love it. And again, it's a name that gets so much popularity over the couple of years I've been doing baby name lists on my channel, but may not have made over to the US yet. And it's the name Holland. Oh my goodness. I have a really good friend who I was actually on the show called The Bachelor with. Uh, Uh We were actually on a show called The uh, Bachelor Pad. Uh, Long story. Anyways, her name's Erica Rose and she named her first daughter Holland. And it's a, yes. And I think that's a beautiful name. I love the name Holland. Maybe you can pinch it as well because it looks, sounds so good for a boy. It's Hollis, obviously, was the first name we talked about, and it's similar. It means wooded land, which I think is lovely oh. because Henley means high meadow. So they've both got these kind of nature outdoorsy, fun names. Um, it's a geographical name, of course. Like Henley is a very British geographical name, Holland. Henley and Holland, they sound like the coolest duo ever. <laughs> um but yeah, it's just, it was just a name that I loved. Um, and I'm glad you love it as well. Um, but yeah, maybe it's been pinched. And that's the tough thing when you're naming babies. The further you go along and your friends start having them, sometimes it's so linked. But I think you could use it for a boy. I kind of do like that name now. It almost sounds like a music duo. It sounds so much Henley and Holland. They sound like they could be on tour. And it, it literally is one of the most popular names on my channel. It gets mentioned every list if I ask you've got a trendy name you've got a nature name have you got any like everyone's like holland 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 so i think it's going to be one of those that you could get in there quick with so that's my list so i did hollis which is dweller at the holly trees i did harbor which is the safe place we did talked about herbie 
which is illustrious warrior and the New York Minute, <laughs> Hamish, <laughs> which is the James link, and then Holland, which is wooded land linked to Henley, which means high meadow. So those were the five that I shortlisted for you guys just to get you thinking a bit differently, maybe. So now I'm like eager to hear, and I know you've had zero time to prep, but whether or not, because we have a couple that are high on our list. One in particular is Hendrix. We both really love the name Hendrix. And I was curious, like your thoughts on the name Hendrix. I love the name Hendrix. And my husband is actually called Henrik. Oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah, Henrik, which is Scandinavian. Um, He's Swedish and... um, yeah, so it's very similar to that to me. He often gets called Hendrix. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about it. So it's Hendrix, obviously, a form from Henry, um, which was originally a Germanic name. So Henry is so out there. Harrison is so out there. So Hendrix is really lovely, and I really like the strong X. Um, you also have, obviously, Jimi Hendrix. And did you know that he was actually born Johnny Allen Hendrix and changed his name to Jimmy? No kidding. Yeah. And yeah, of course, just, we have our, our have firstborn son. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that could be so I, a really nice connection. It's a strange thing. I mean, you need to read more about it. As I said, I haven't done tons of research, but he was apparently Johnny, Johnny Allen Hendrix. Um, I don't know if, if he loves Jimmy Hendrix, or, but obviously he's one of the <laughs> most legendary guitarists. And it's a, a name unmistakably linked to him a little bit you know um so it's a really interesting name it's really really cool I think it's very rock inspired I think the x always sounds really lovely and trendy for boys and it's also quite timeless like Felix is a really popular name over here I think it's lovely and I think it's a real modern version of something like Henry or yeah you could go Henrik like my husband but I love Hendrix it's lovely And then there's another name that's actually one of our friends had mentioned on my Instagram and it's been in my head and I don't think my husband even knows. So this is going to be a shocker for him too, but I've (laughs) been thinking and thinking and thinking about it and it's the name Hawkins and you would nickname him Hawk. Mm. Oh yeah. I love that. I just like love that name so much. I think Hawk is really lovely. So let me see if anything comes up. Obviously you're thinking for me, I always thought of Stephen Hawkins. Um, let me see if I can find anything about the name Hawkins for you. Sorry, I totally put you on the spot. While she's researching, Doug, what do you think of the name Hawkins? I know we talked about it very briefly. I do like the idea of that name because it almost sounds like Huck, which we had mentioned a couple times, but I haven't given it any thought, so I'd have to let it sink in before I could say, yes, I like it or no. And then another name that I've really been thinking about is Huxley with an X. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that name. I know you don't. Obviously, you've got, it means Hughes Meadow. So it's got the meadow vibe as well. Anything ending L-E-Y is meadow. So it's Henry and Huxley have got a really lovely link together. I think it's really great. Again, with a strong X, it always sounds really trendy. There's a sci-fi author, Aldous Huxley. Quite a cool association with the name. What do you think of the name? This is another wild card name for you. It's the one you have to have a think about. It's a short and sweet name. begins with H. So I was also quickly looking at the name Hal. Have you heard that name? Yes, that's actually the name of my foot doctor. (laughs) Is that? Nice link. (laughs) It's quite a sweet name. If we're looking for something kind of like short and sweet, it's a bit different from the others. But names like that the one syllable boy names are getting quite popular it's a sweet one it's a diminutive form of harold so i know you're a harold stern fan but it's just a sweet one out there and i think it sounds quite cute but it may just be too simple for you but it's a derivative of henry as Ah. well but i think hendrix is a really really great one and it's not getting used all the time which is what something that we really like i mean we don't we want something that's meaningful that kind of goes with henley but also it's not overly popular i feel like any h name h names aren't that popular i I don't feel like so although they're becoming pretty popular i feel like hudson is huge harrison is huge hayes i love the name hayes too i mean there are so many (laughs) i had hayes i had hayes on my on my list so maybe you had it on your list as well i think hendrix sounds really really good it's easy to spell it's easy to say but it's just you're always going to have that Jimi hendrix link but it's nice with the johnny hendrix link you know if that feels something nice for you but um there's nothing much coming up about Hendrix apart from it being, I'm just reading some forums and everyone's like, yeah, it sounds absolutely great. Yeah, I do like that. SJ, how many babies do you think that you've named over your time? I've had about 
25 messages where they've said like I've chose this name from your list with a picture Aww. of the baby and oh. you know like I love it and then other people will just be kind of like I you know I was inspired by your names or a lot of people but I've had about 25 beautiful messages with a picture of a baby saying I never would have chosen that and the most unusual one was I had sometimes in a name list I'll just I did like a bohemian name list and I put in there as the total wild card the name Sundance and then this ah. woman messaged me and she was like as soon as we, you said that me and my husband just looked at each other and we loved it and we called our son Sundance and I was like that is one I never thought would get used so you never know sometimes it's so sweet that people are like every Monday we sit down together and listen to your names like husband and wife and it makes me feel like so because I'm a youtuber like you know you're just sat in your bedroom talking to your camera with my uh-huh. kids it's such a you know you forget that actually thousands of people are watching these videos at home they're like my baby's probably going to recognize your voice because I've listened to every name list <laughs> <laughs> and um it's just a really nice thing it's the nicest community on YouTube because it's basically pregnant women you know and they get to know each other and talk to each other and we celebrate when the babies come and so it's a really lovely pocket of the internet that I've created with the baby names and you know I've been doing it for I think literally two years every Monday nearly so I've had the odd week where I'm just like I can't think of anything guys <laughs> um <laughs> then I normally say like send me your dilemmas and people will send me in requests or so it's just become something that you never thought would be something I could make a job around but that I have <laughs> so it's a lovely thing to do and I think it's just an interesting part of you know it does say so much about you as a person what name you pick what names you like and couples have arguments or family members don't like it and I always say to everyone just go with what you love because as soon as your baby's there and you introduce your baby with this name people are just going to fall in love and you'll always get it right but it's a tough one it's a, it's a huge conversation and decision to make yeah it's a, on that note my mother-in-law hated the name henley i mean she literally no joke gagged when in front of uh, all her friends when uh, I told her that we liked the name Henley for our daughter and I, I told her you know it's because like Doug and I said if we you know if we ever make this marriage work you know that would be like coming full circle the name to be very very honest it was we were going to name our first dog we weren't thinking kids yet yeah, that yeah. was going to be our first dog but then when we actually fell in love I was like, we have to save that, save that name for our first kid because it's just so meaningful to us, Henley. And my mother-in-law just literally gagged and was oh. like, that's an awful name and did not like it whatsoever. Tried, you know, saying all sorts of other different names and was not interested at all. And now she won't call her anything but Henley. So <laughs> Exactly. And people get so worried about other people's opinions. and Everyone's going to have an opinion. I always say to girls, you know, like my best friend doesn't like the name and I'm like yeah but your best friend probably also wouldn't marry your husband or also right? wouldn't love the same shoes as you doesn't mean she doesn't love the name for you and that's why it's so individual and it's so you have to be strong on picking a name and go with what you love and you will then never regret it because there'd be nothing worse than feeling you didn't choose a name like I loved the name Blossom for a little girl and my husband just couldn't get on board with Blossom he was like that isn't even a name it sounds so silly <laughs> But now my daughter, I put it in the middle so she's Evelina Blossom because it just oh, sparks it. so much joy to me. And I'm like, I would have been forever sad if I didn't have Blossom in my daughter's name somewhere. So, and he loved it in the end. He was like, yeah, like not as a first name, but he loved Evelina Blossom together. So it just what. And honestly, I think that something that I've learned through time and with age, I guess, is that it's okay if not everybody likes something that you're doing or a way that you're mm. going. It's so important to to know yourself and to sit quiet with yourself yes. and to know what what truly speaks to you. And like you said, spark joy, like like Marie Kondo would say. But truly, though, exactly. like on a very serious note, like it's okay if not everybody likes it. It's okay because you have this connection with this baby. It's your baby and mm-hmm. you get to choose what this name is and it's going to be meaningful to you and your baby. And if someone else doesn't get that, that's okay. They're not your, it's not their baby. It's your baby. And so what's most important, like truly, like I've been re- reminding myself is because again, you know, Hendrix is top of our list and our in-laws all like no one, my in-laws, Doug's family doesn't really like it. My family does like it. And they're just not at all interested in this name. They said, Oh, Rogan, that's a great idea. That's way better. Like, and it has yeah. meaning because of your dad. And I'm like, yes, 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 I agree. But 
for some reason, Hendrix has been sitting in our heart and we're not a hundred percent certain on it yet. As a matter of fact, I, you know, I like the name Holland that you mentioned. And I also really love the name Hollis that you mentioned. So now we're going to have a couple more to, to decide on. But I guess like the point of the story is that I've learned in, in age, I guess, and with naming babies is that it's not about what anybody else thinks. And they are, and they are so happy to give you their opinion real fast and gag and tell you how it's terrible and awful. But when you sit quiet with yourself and you think about this little baby that's rolling around inside your belly, Mm -hmm. what really connects with you and with your Mm -hmm. husband? And, and that's really, truly, quite honestly, the only thing that matters. And it's such Mm -hmm. a freeing thought for me because I've always been a people pleaser and I've always wanted to make everybody happy, especially my in-laws and my family. And so to just be like, actually, what makes me happy? I don't know. Like lately I've had this realization and so it's freeing and it's way less stressful because it's like, okay, sure, fine. They're not going to like it. Don't, don't let that bother you. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just keeping it quiet, keeping it inside because nobody, hardly anybody would say, straight to your face with a newborn you know I don't like their name but it might be one that you know theoretically it's like oh it's not my favorite but then you see that baby you're you love that baby and they their name just becomes them and it's synonymous with them and their love and their place in your arms and in your family yes and wouldn't have it any other way and I always do think that exactly what you're saying you know it's your life it's your baby it's your four walls and people worry so much about what's what's school going to say what will their teacher think is anyone else using this name is somebody going to think I'm weird for using it is it too boring is it too unique is it difficult to spell and like you know people have so many worries and mm-hmm. the only worry you really should have is is this a name I love because if you love it you'll love it forever. And that's what is all that's important, as you said. I couldn't agree more. And SJ, I can't thank you enough for taking the time out. I know you're a busy mommy and you have (laughs) lots going on. One thing I wanted to ask though, before we let you go is just, I know that a few of our listeners are like itching to find out where they can find you and how they could connect with you. That would be so Uh, great. Yeah. Could you share with everyone where they can find you and if they're able to reach out to you, how, how can they reach you? Yep. So on my YouTube channel, it is just my name, SJ Strum. Every single Monday, I post a new name list. And I also talk on my community tab on YouTube a lot. That's a place where you can get involved in creating the list with me. For somebody who loves names like me, and you're like, that sounds like a fun way to (laughs) spend some time online and meet some fun people, then you can also get involved in the community tab in creating the name lists. And if you're looking for a baby name, um, you can find me either just DM me on Instagram or on channelmum.com. I have my own baby name forum where I am answering name dilemmas but there's also a whole host of parents there who also love names who will be giving you advice and it's a lovely place but what I'm going to do is also about once a month I put up a baby name dilemmas where I open up my YouTube channel to your questions I'll tell you in advance and that's going to be you can pop your dilemma down like I love this name or I've got no idea or have you got a unique nature name and I answer them all on my YouTube channel so it's a really conversational place and a two-way place and I try to reply to as many requests as I can sometimes it's people's first ever time going online and reaching out to other people and you know I feel like it is such an important precious time in their lives so it's fun it is fun. yeah and I can introduce my people to you guys they can follow the newborn story because it's nice people want to just soak up those early days. Yes, absolutely. It's so nice that especially I know I know like just for myself as a pregnant mama, it's like there's not you don't know a ton of other pregnant women in your circle so it's nice to find some others along the internet who are going through something similar that you are at the same exact time so thank you for creating this community and oh my goodness I probably said it 10 times already but thank you so much for taking the time oh out I know thank you for having me on SJ thank you so very much for coming on the podcast and for all you guys listening I highly recommend head on over to her YouTube channel that's how we found her was her YouTube page and she has a slew not just H names that was just something that we we wanted but she has any kind of name you could think of and not think of, which is probably more important. I would recommend heading on over there. That's how we found her to have her on. And thank you so much again, SJ, for coming on the podcast. I've loved it. And congratulations and good luck with everything. I'll be listening to what you choose and it will be perfect to whatever it is. Oh, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Good luck, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. That was amazing. Pretty awesome. I mean, 
She knows a lot about names and meanings and who would have thought there were so many different connections between our names and Henley and origin and everything. We didn't even realize that there was a connection between your name and Henley's name other than the connection that we have our yeah. own our, and, our own story. And apparently I, I'm a fan of dark water. Yeah, well you are because you drink literally this guy drinks iced coffee with shots of espresso in it with no ice. like Cold it, brew. Yeah, and, it, and so it's iced coffee, no ice, no water with two shots of espresso in it. That's his Starbucks drink or yes. Dunkin' Donuts or wherever he goes. I know. Well, how about your mom naming you Jamie and your father's father is named James. Yeah. So this is the craziest thing. Like obviously my mom had no idea who my dad is, right? Like absolutely no idea. I had four paternity tests and they were all negative. So truly no idea. And then when she comes on and she says, you know, that James is like a derivative of Jamie or vice versa or something. I was like, oh my gosh, my mom named me after my grandfather and didn't even know it. Dee dee doo doo dee dee doo doo. That is wild. That's pretty awesome. And not going to lie. So my grandfather, he goes by Poppy. I don't know if I call him Poppy. I don't know if I call him James. I don't know if I, I don't know what to call him. I call him J unit. (laughs) But like, I do feel like I'm an awful lot like him because he and my grandmother, oh my gosh, I can't, oh, her name's Julie. Oh my God. I almost forgot her name for a second. A lot of J's. Yeah. But anyways, he and my grandmother were both like not poor. I don't think that my family, like that side of the family called them poor. They're hustlers. Yeah. They work really hard. Like they didn't have an awful lot and they built up a whole empire in the Ithaca area, which is where I'm from. They built up like real estate and a little corner shop that my dad worked at, you know? So anyways, like I just, that like I'm an awful lot like them. It seems like, you know, like my grandfather in particular, and I'm named after him. Like what? I don't know if we're going to use any of the names that she gave. I really like Hollis and I also love Holland. I really like the meanings behind the names though. I never even thought to look or try to make that connection, which is pretty crazy. And like the fact that my mom named me something similar to my grandfather and then I'm an awful lot like my grandfather, it makes me want to name our son something similar to someone who we really, really, you know, want him to be like. The most eye-opening and jaw-dropping moment there was one of our favorite names, or maybe it's my one of my top names is Hendrix. And the fact that Jimi Hendrix and Don Henley made a song named New York Minute. Yeah, and we were married in Manhattan, but also Jimi Hendrix's first name used to be John. Yeah. Right? And it's our all angel connected. baby, his name is Jonathan. And this is also like dee dee doo doo dee dee doo doo. <laughs> but like a lot of people have said, hey, do you think that potentially this is Jonathan coming back a second time around? I don't know. I don't want to be like superstitious or anything, but like I, I have been thinking about it. Like I, I don't really believe in that kind of thing, but yeah. like, but it has made me think. Yeah, well, I think that it's certainly something to think about. And I think she is an amazing person. And I can't thank her enough for being on the podcast. And tune in next week because we have a very special couple coming on to Hot Marriage Cool Parents. All right. So if you're a Married at First Sight fan, you probably know this couple because I like to peg them as the most quote unquote passionate couple. If you know who I'm talking about, Jamie and Beth from last season of Married at First Sight, season nine. So fun. Jamie and Beth are very, very passionate. And when I mean passionate, I mean like in the bedroom, in their fights, like literally every bit of their life is just full of passion. Lots of Caucasian sex going yeah, on with basic them. Caucasian. Basic, right. <laughs> basic Caucasian sex. BCS is what oh. they call it. This is going to be such a good interview. So yeah. like we told you, we were just in LA and we met up with the couples for uh, where are they now? And we saw Jamie and Beth. And so then I put it out on Hot Marriage Cool Parents Instagram page who you guys would want to see. And they were like one of the number one couples. So, so we're excited to have them on. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. And if you haven't done it yet, go on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. That's where we give all the shout outs. So head on over there, give us a five-star review. We want to hear from you. And stay up to date with everything Hot Marriage Cool Parents by following us on Instagram, Hot Marriage Cool Parents, or Jamie and Otis, or Doug Hainer, and Henley Grace Hainer. And baby boy Hainer, who doesn't have a name, but hey, we're getting close. Taking over everything. So thank (laughs) you, and we love you, and we say goodbye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.